most of us take our freedom for granted. We lead our lives in the way we want, we speak what we think, we network with who we like, and follow our hearts rather than someone else's diktats. We do not have to look over our shoulders. We need not be afraid that the government is monitoring us. In essence, freedom offers humans the opportunity to live their lives in the manner that they wish, in fact, there cannot be anything but freedom when someone is born, he or she should be born free. And, freedom comes with economic gains instead of poverty. However, this is not true in many parts of the world. Even in democratic countries, it is not true that all people are born free. If you are born into poverty, if you are born at the lowest rung of the insidious caste system, if you are born as one of those ethnic minorities who are despised in their own countries of birth, or if you are born in a country which has no future, such as North Korea or Syria or Yemen, then you will soon learn that there is no freedom. At least not the kind that truly free people enjoy and cherish every day of their lives. I can add that countries like Iran, Saudi Arabia, Russia, Hungary, and China lack a level of freedom common in many Western countries, but are not terribly bad, there is some level of freedom in these countries, not as bad as the previously mentioned countries. If a man is not free, then he becomes useless and is pushed into wasting his entire life in the service of others with no opportunities to rise up, if a man is free, then he has truly lived his life. A man who is not free will be unable to live his life. If we lose our freedom, then we lose everything in our lives. We can never be happy without freedom being part of our lives. Happiness corresponds with the extent of true freedom that we enjoy. There are many example cases which come crowding into my head. I do not want to point out any specific country or government or other identifiable parameters. This is not an accusatory post. This is a post about how the world could have benefited from leveraging every life born, instead of letting it be wasted away, how the economy could have been much bigger by using each life to its fullest extent. The economic value added by each individual human being to the overall economy should not be dependent on the class or community in which he or she is born, it should instead be the direct outcome of the true nature of the work or efforts that an individual can contribute without being shackled by his or her society into professions that his slash her forefathers were engaged in. I recognize that it is impossible to redress decades and centuries of class inequalities and poverty in a few years' time. It might never even happen. There will be a few examples of successful people who have unshackled themselves from the grip of poverty, like what we see in the recent movie The White Tiger, you can see reviews of this Netflix movie on https colon slash slash www.theguardian.com slash film slash 2021 slash jan slash 05 slash the white tiger review balzac worthy satire of submission and power and on my favorite movie review site https colon slash slash www.rogerebert.com slash reviews slash the white tiger movie review 2021 and many other review sites. Such movies help the youngsters today to understand the insidiousness of the class struggles, which play out every day in large countries such as the US and India. I believe that children have to be taught at a very young age that there is injustice in the way the society operates, keeping the rich wealthy forever, and keeping the poor mired in poverty always. If the poor do not serve the rich, they will be subjugated and will devolve into deeper poverty with absolutely no chance of redemption. Is it any different from how the British invaders subjugated the indigenous populations in so many countries and stole their wealth, the primary example being India? No, it is not. Poverty and class inequalities keep freedom away from people, and should be banished. Easier said or written than done. Unfortunately, revolutions such as the French Revolution of 1789 do not happen anymore, the French example proved to the world that the poor and the downtrodden can indeed rise up against the inequalities in society perpetrated by the royals and their lords against poor peasants. In today's world, violence will not be accepted. 
hence the poor have to collectively join forces, on social media for example, to fight against injustice in society and recover the freedom that they have been denied for so long. The government can help, but we have seen examples when the hands of the government are tied. Aspiring for true freedom is not wrong, it should be actively encouraged. The surrender of everyone's freedom at the altar of a political party, or a dictator, or a theocracy, will only exacerbate the divisions in society, examples abound in each category. While there may not be caste or class struggles in such societies, there is a total lack of freedom for the citizens, which translates to a prison kind of life existence. The pitiable situation is this state of affairs continue for decades with no resolution in sight. In conclusion, I cannot overemphasize the critical importance of securing, maintaining and cherishing our freedom. We have right to life, and we have an inalienable right to our freedom. If any entity tries to rob our freedom, or intends to keep us in poverty, then we have to fight back against that entity. We do not have a choice, as we might live only one lifetime. Have a good week ahead. Cheers. Vijay Srinivasan. 24th of January 2020.